If you're watching this channel, it's because you don't enjoy watching the world squander what Christendom built, but you want to do your part. And chances are you've heard me mention a great means by doing just that. Email made by and for Catholics. Check out fide.email. That's F-I-D-E-I dot email. Built for Catholic individuals, families, organizations, and groups. They're private, secure, and of course, they're Catholic. And they're offering two months off on your first year for an annual subscription if you enter the coupon code return to tradition without spaces that's the name of this channel without spaces at checkout we've had numerous reports that the attacks on the traditional mass have been ramping up quietly now we're seeing more implementation of traditionis custodis approaching three years after it was first published we're seeing more documents and and more announcements of latin masses being suppressed we're seeing announcements from various places across Europe where the Fraternal Society of St. Peter is being kicked out of dioceses. The next phase of this is the, of course, going after the institutions themselves. More on that in a live stream very soon. For now, it's worth noting that the traditional mass itself is being brought up again, not by us. You'll notice that most of your traditional Catholic commentators haven't really spoken much about the traditional mass in recent days or recent months. Not until these stories started coming out. Instead, we'd been focused on fiducia supplicants. We'd been focused on other actions from Rome, some of them very, very questionable. But now we have this coming to you in a, a new attacks that are perfectly represented in these two pieces we'll talk about here. So... Headline from katholisch.de, the official news website of the German bishops. Theologian. Restriction of the traditional Latin Mass was necessary. The pre-Vatican II Mass is widespread in the USA. For some, it is a question of aesthetics. While others use the traditional Latin Mass to distance themselves from Pope Francis, says Trier liturgical scholar Marco Benini. It's certainly true that many use the Apostolic Mass to distance themselves from Francis in that they want to limit his influence on their families, and for very good reason. But it's not a matter of aesthetics for any serious traditional Catholic. There are plenty of Catholics dedicated to the traditional Mass who are not traditionalists. Aesthetic preferences can never be at the top of the list of reasons to dedicate yourself to the Mass of the Saints. But I don't expect the so-called theologian here to, to get that or even acknowledge that for many of us, we dedicate ourselves to the traditional liturgy because we acknowledge that there have been fundamental changes to the teachings of the faith and that they are emblematic in the new mass. They are perfectly represented there. After all, Cardinal Roach, the man responsible for Traditionis Custodis, flat out told us, as has Francis, that the mass that developed organically from apostolic times until the 1960s before it was artificially suppressed does not fit the ecclesiology of the church today. Ecclesiology is a fancy word uh, for fitting the theology of the church. It doesn't fit the, the how the church is today. That is a massive statement they made, and it gives you everything that you need to know about what they think of the church. Most modern theologians who defend the new order of things in the church from the last few decades are not going to admit that reality. But here is what this so-called scholar has to say. Quote, Liturgy scholar Marco Benini believes that Pope Francis's restriction of the pre-Vatican II Mass in 2021 is a necessary step. This is because liturgy is, quote, always also an expression of an understanding of the church, an image of the church, and can convey church political attitudes, he told Dom Radio on Tuesday. 
For example, there are people who favor the so-called traditional Latin Mass for aesthetic reasons, but also those who feel like true Catholics as a result. Others would use it as a means to, quote, distance themselves from Pope Francis. However, it misses the point of the liturgy, if it is misused for church political purposes. The influential church representatives, such as Curia Cardinal Raymond Burke, the former Texan Bishop Joseph Strickland, and Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, with their preference for the traditional Latin Mass and their criticism of the Pope, do not represent the life of a normal parish. The opposite is the case, says Benini. Rather, it is a, quote, small but well-connected segment with a strong internet presence. Pope Francis is, quote, a very important figure in Catholicism in the USA. And his statements are quoted more frequently in the sermons than in Germany, emphasizes the liturgical scholar from the Faculty of Theology in Trier. Benini himself is convinced that it is good that the Church has the current form of liturgy as a form of worship. And the current form of the Mass is beautiful to celebrate, he says. All that matters is that we celebrate it correctly and well. Pope Francis's apostolic exhortation, Traditionis Custodis, revoked the far-reaching authorizations granted by Benedict XVI in 2007 to celebrate Mass according to the Roman Missal of 1962. Francis had canceled these authorizations because he feared that the old Mass could be misused to harm the unity of the Church. End quote. You know, that line, to celebrate it, the new Mass correctly and well, has been ref the refrain of defenders from the new order of things in the Church, for 40 years, there have been a number of attempts by Rome to impose reverent worship on the new Mass, and it has always failed. There are any number of reasons for that, and theories run the gamut from it being a question of formation of the priest to many priests being themselves of the James Martin type and not really letting people know, and but meaning that they're not inclined really to offer a Mass that would be that is more befitting of worship before of God. But it's a tired refrain, one that will never result in this reform of the reform that scholars like this always hope for. A change in the new mass itself to something more identifiably in keeping with the ancient liturgy. Especially since Traditionus Custodis forbid elements of the traditional mass from being imposed on the new. Some examples of this are a lot of Catholics want at the new mass a return to altar rails, maybe the Asparagus May at the beginning of the new mass, and a few other additions that you can think of from your Unicorn Novus Ordos. The ones that have those right now and are still imposing them onto the new mass are doing so because they're getting the priests are getting away with it, and the bishop either turns a blind eye or supports them in it, or maybe is not aware. But Traditionus Custodis explicitly calls for an, ab an abolition of that practice in the new mass. But the ramblings of a modernist theologian in Germany aren't the only new attacks leveled at the traditional mass. You may have heard about the offering of the traditional mass in the U.S. House of Representatives building a few weeks ago. Apparently, that ruffled the feathers of the modernists in America. We get the best example of this from the heretical and schismatic National Catholic Reporter who ran this headline. The Latin Mass in a U.S. Capitol conference room was bizarre. Yes, it's a little bizarre to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass in, a, in the same room that undoubtedly some absolutely diabolical legislation was debated in. That's absolutely true. But that's not what the author means. For some context, the Mass was held on the anniversary of a now infamous memo being linked showing that the powers that be were using various state organizations to keep tabs on traditional Catholics. The author of this piece from the reporter actually tries to be dismissive of that entire story, which is amazing because it was admitted that it was real. But they were say the author here says it was merely an overreach on First Amendment grounds, but that traditional Catholics are paranoid and think that everyone is out to get them. But the Mass was bizarre, according to the National Catholic Reporter, because 
the organizers of it didn't ask for the permission from the very questionable Cardinal Archbishop of Washington, D.C., Wilton Gregory. It's from that article, quote, If these traditionalists really want to ape the 1950s, you would have thought they might have gotten permission from the bishop to hold the Mass. They did not. The Washington Archdiocese provides three locations where the Tridentine Rite can be celebrated, and the basement of the Capitol is not one of them. Washington's Cardinal Wilton Gregory will likely not take any action against the organizers, but if this had happened in the 50s, you can bet Archbishop Patrick O'Boyle would have given them a piece of his mind. When O'Boyle was integrating the parochial schools, a delegation of distinguished citizens from Southern Maryland came to beg him to delay. His biographer tells the tale. In the end, they pleaded that he postpone any changes in their schools until the state ordered integration in public schools. To those who claimed that the area would not be ready for integration for at least a decade, O'Boyle replied, Well, gentlemen, we're going to do it tomorrow. The delegation took its leave knowing it had failed. That was the 50s. Ignoring the legitimate authority of the Archbishop of Washington to conduct this mass at the Capitol would have been unthinkable back then. End quote. Yes, this author, writing for the National Catholic Reporter, compared objecting to evil government action to people objecting to integration of Catholic schools. I want you to think about that for a moment. Think about the implication there. The author had spent a lot of time talking about how that that state memo was about alleged that Catholics, traditional Catholics, held to some very fringe ideas and were essentially dangerous and represented a very real threat to the order of things in the country. Uh, a lot of it having to do with animosity based on the content of one's flesh and its appearance and other such ideas that most traditional Catholics find abhorrent. That was what that memo was about. That was the grounds for, for keeping tabs on traditional Catholics. And here the author essentially validated that, or at least attempted to, by saying that the rejection of authority of Wilton Gregory on the liturgical norms and of Traditionus Custodis is akin to some Catholics being what I'm sure most Catholics would agree would be on the wrong side of history on that issue 70 years ago. I want you to think about that and the implications for that and possibly the consequences of such irresponsible writing on the part of that National Catholic Reporter writer. Let's get back to the article. Quote, We should be careful not to attribute motives too quickly to those who like the old right, says the guy who just attributed motives to us. A friend said devotion to the old right represents a desire to restore the priest being in charge and a rejection of that active participation by the laity in the liturgy that is the hallmark of the post-conciliar rite. And for some, that is doubtlessly true. It is also true that the most active form of participation in any mass is prayer, and it is not difficult to believe some people find the old rite more conducive to prayer than the new. The Arlington Latin Mass Society, however, does not seem motivated only or even primarily by aesthetics. For example, they held a rally and prayed the rosary in front of the Apostolic Nunciature in January for recently deposed Bishop Joseph Strickland. Their founder, Noah Peters, has published articles at right-wing outlets Crisis and Marate Chaley. For the society, the whole idea of needing the old right to make the avowedly political statement about the state memo seems to invest the liturgy with a secretive magic significance. It is as if the only the secrets of the Tridentine rite can produce is the grace they seek. It is a kind of necromancy, but instead of conjuring the spirits of the dead, they conjure the liturgy of the dead. End quote. How absolutely des despicable. He is right in that the main, uh, one of the main reasons a lot of people prefer the traditional mass or they dedicate themselves to it 
is because of that distorted sense of active participation. True active participation is uniting your prayers with the priest at the altar. That's what true active participation is. Much of the rest of it, pe people find distracting. Virtually everybody I've ever met in life hates the say hi to your neighbor part of the new mass. They were quite happy when that was suppressed for a couple of years after tw during 2020 and the whole mess from that. And we're sad to see it back because people found it distracting from the mass. As does a lot of the back and forth between the priest and the congregation. The true active participation is prayer. Any doctor of the church will tell you that. But then they dismiss this, that concern as one of aesthetics and then being almost like secretive and magical thinking. It's absolutely despicable what that author there does. The mass of the saints and the doctor of the church is now apparently the liturgy of the dead, according to him. This is what they think of you. They, this is what they think of the traditional liturgy. And this is what they think of those of us dedicated to it and our desire to see it fully restored in the church. Think about that and remember that they compared our resistance to this stuff to modernism and everything else to those who resisted the integration of Catholic schools in the 1950s. I'm curious what you have to say about this, so let me know in the comments, please. Hey, like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So does sharing this on social media. That helps, too. If you ever thought about supporting Return to Tradition and the work we do here through Patreon or Subscribestar or that Join button below, now is a great time to do it. And my thanks to you for it. And as always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.